Welcome back to Tivating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our Tony-winning national treasure, Aaron Tivate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this week's episode will feature two more Aaron fan stories. But before diving into that, can we just shout out Chicago for a minute? Like, it's blowing my mind how each episode I'm like, this was my favorite one, and then the next one airs, and that's a new favorite. The writing this season, and the dance numbers, and the vocals, especially from Aaron, have been out of this world. I'm still obsessed with his duet with Dove, and they both really talked that one up a lot in press interviews, and it did not disappoint. Okay, just wanted to give Chicago some love before diving into today's episode. It has just been amazing to connect with other Aaron fans and hear more of where their admiration for Aaron started and what's kept them coming back for more or continuing to go down the rabbit hole of content. Today, the timeline of the two fans and how they discovered Aaron could not be more different. Yet, that's all a part of what makes every story unique. The first Aaron story is from Christina. She had the opportunity to see Aaron when his career was really just beginning. And the second story is from Hannah, who has dubbed the TikTok opt-up of Aaron the sexiest video she's ever seen. I hope you enjoy hearing both of their stories and experiences as much as I did. Tina, thanks so much for talking with me and being willing to share your Aaron story today. But before we get into him, do you want to share a little bit about you and what got you into just the musical theater world itself? Sure. Um, I have been a fan of musical theater for about as long as I can remember. Um, my first show I ever saw was a high school production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Um, I was in fourth grade and it blew my mind. And I, since then, I have been in love with theater. I got that cast album and I think I listened to it until the CD just broke. And, um, and so from there, I have just been in love with musical theater since. I don't go, I don't get to go to the theater a lot, just uh, I live on the West Coast, so I've done a lot of LA shows or touring companies and things like that, but um, yeah, since probably about I was 10, I've been just in love with theater. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing, like that young, a show made that big of an impact on you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Shifting gears to Aaron, think back and try to remember the first time you saw him, heard him. Do you remember what that was like? I was I was thinking about this since we have been like talking about it. Um, And I double checked with my sisters and I am ninety nine percent positive. I saw Aaron in the hairspray tour back in 2006. Yeah. What? I know I saw Hairspray on tour in 2006. And so I I have to go find the playbill. It's at my mom's house somewhere. Where? But I am 99% sure it was Aaron on <gasps> tour in Hairspray. Because, well, and then, of course, like, blown away by, because who didn't have a crush on Link Larkin? It was mm-hmm. the show, right? So completely enamored by the Link Larkin. And I'm, again, 99% sure it was Aaron. Um, because he was on tour that time and he was in the cast. And so unless he had called out that day, I'm 99% sure he did. And we know he doesn't call out. So <laughs> that's my thought. 
is it oh was him gosh. because my first real conscious memory of him was him in next to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big rent head in high school, like love rent. And so I, as I do, I do a deep dive into something that I love way too hardcore. And so, you know, Michael Greif was the director. I knew everything about every single cast member. And so when it came out that Michael was directing another show on Broadway, I was interested in that. Although the subject matter of Next Door Normal was a bit heavy for me at the time because I was in I was younger in high school. Um, and so the subject matter was a little hard for me. But then I remember seeing him at the Tonys 2009, I think it was, and having the conscious memory, oh, I know who that guy is. And so that's why I think I saw him in Hairspray. The next to normal was the next one that I was like, oh, yeah. So I've I've been a fan of his for a very long time. But a lot of times it's been like it. Like, like I said, I don't see a lot of shows. So back in early 2000s, there wasn't social media. YouTube really wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So you could only really be a fan. From, you know, like there was no going to New York to see him in shows. But I remember like thinking about when Cat- Catch Me If You Can was coming out. Um, because that did its out of run out of town in Seattle, which is closer to my neck. Yes. And thinking about, oh, I want to go see that, or I want to see him in this show. And I never got, obviously never got around to doing that. Um, and then I remember, you know, so every so often he would pop up, you know, every couple of years. I remember, yeah, Catch Me If You Can. The Les Mis movie was nice because you could go see it everywhere and anywhere. Although that movie in itself makes me really sad. So I have to be in the right headspace to see it because yeah. obviously it's a sad movie. Um, and then Graceland, I watched Graceland when it first came out back in 2000 and you know, whatever, 2012. Um, because I was a big fan of procedural crime shows back then. And USA was a show uh, network that I watched repeatedly. And so I watched Graceland when it came out. And then um Did you watch yeah, so then sorry, did you watch all three seasons like weekly as they came out? I watched the first season definitely. And I think I watched most of season two. And then on my rewatch recently, I didn't remember seeing season three, but I don't know why I would have just not watched season three. Right. But it's possible. Okay. Uh, maybe because season two was not my favorite season. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, goodness, definitely possible. Um, and then, so then after 2000 and, you know, after Graceland kind of pewtered mm-hmm. out, um, then there wasn't a whole lot with him going on if you weren't going to his concert series, okay. which was all East Coast pretty much. And so that was not something that I, I did. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016, when Grease Live came out, that like, I remember being like, oh my gosh. Yes, I remember. Like, look at you. You are doing fantastic. And <laughs> I love you, you know, right? As one does. And that was another thing that, because like Les Mis was great. Graceland's great. He doesn't sing or not, obviously. But he's only in Les Mis. Like, the movie's like three and a half hours long, and he's in like five minutes of the whole thing. And so it's like, you know, there's not a whole lot of him. We, we love him in it, but there's not a whole lot. And so, Grease Live was one because he's in the whole show, like he's in all of it. 
and I remember being like, oh, this is it. Like, and that kind of piqued my interest again. Um, but then, you know, after that, it was a while before anything happened. I remember thinking about uh, Brain Dead when it came out. I never watched it. Um, because again, I was a big fan of Tony Shalhoub. From, yeah. He was on that show Monk way yes. back in the day. Yes. And so I was a big fan of his. And obviously, Karen was in it. Um, but I never watched that one live when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I heard he was doing Moulin Rouge, that was that was it for me. Because Moulin Rouge, when that came out back in 2001, 2001 I think, it was my favorite movie. Okay. As a musical theater loving kid, there wasn't a whole lot of musical theater things to have access to back, you know, in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. Like we had Glee and I was a big fan of Glee and, and Moulin Rouge. And, you know, there just wasn't a whole Chicago came out, you know, back then. But there wasn't a whole lot of content like for musical theater kids who were not in New York, right? And when Moulin Rouge came out, my mom and my sisters like to talk about this, how I was obsessed with that movie. And I made them watch it over and over and over again. And so I remember thinking back in 2017, oh, I would love to see this show. And I tried to think about how I was going to go doing that. But we just had a baby, number one. Number two, we were moving abroad. So it wasn't going to happen. But I remember because they were thinking about going on tour way back in like 2018, right? It was a long time ago. They were going to do a tour. And I was looking at their tour dates and trying to plan my travel plans before we moved abroad to match up with them in New Orleans so we could see the tour in 2018 or whatever their first tour was planned. That all got tanked, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and then we moved abroad and that was that. Um, but then I saw, so last November in 2002, yeah, I went, 22, 2022, I went, my sister had a baby. So I, by myself, came back to the States um, and saw that the tour was going to be in San Francisco around that same time. So I convinced my mom and dad and my sister to buy us tickets to go see the tour in San Francisco. And I was, you know, blown away. It's a it's a bit of an odd show to go see with your parents. Um, and my parents have always been lovers of theater, so they had that when I was younger. And so they we were uh, close to the stage. Um, on the tour and the tour is set up you know a little differently than than the broadway version but the costumes are the same and it was a very odd experience sitting right next to my dad um watching people dancing and and songs right in front of our faces it was it was a very experience but we all they loved it i loved it they like to tell the story about how i made them watch the music the movie over and over while we were there and so then after that I was did another deep dive into the Aaron school mm-hmm. because as we guys um that's pretty much my story well that's good even though it wasn't Aaron that you still got to see the tour so you I, saw Connor and Courtney 
I saw it was Connor and Nikki. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't get to see Courtney. Connor was fantastic. I agree. Yes. I wish I would have seen Eric. And whenever he comes back around, I'm going to make it my life's mission to go. I don't care where I'm living, what I'm doing, going to make it my life's mission to go. Um, So I saw Connor and Nikki. It was Nikki's birthday. And so she had played Satine that day. And Connor is is amazing. No, Aaron. He he was fantastic um, when I saw him. And so, yeah, I was I was it. <laughs> now you're hooked. And now, but you are coming okay. to Broadway. Two months? No, July. Yeah, in June. In at the very end of June. So my husband and I have been married now for eleven years almost, and we were planning, hoping to do a ten year anniversary trip. Mm-hmm. And that just didn't happen. Um, and so we are coming to New York for a week at the end of June for our 10 year anniversary evening. Yeah. Yes. All right. I'm very excited. I know you'll get to see Derek and JoJo and Ricky. And Ricky, I hope <laughs> Ricky will still be there. I, he hasn't set an end date. So I'm really hoping. Uh, and yeah. Sophie. Yes. That'll be good mm-hmm. to see, see all the new guys yeah. together and yeah. see how they've grown like from starting now to yes i'm really because it'll be closer to the end of jojo's yep and so it'll be interesting to see like how she gets into her like group and so i'm i'm excited for joe we'll see yeah no it'll be good it'll be good to see yeah okay so now if there's if that's the end of your aaron story i'm going to ask you three or four kind of rapid fire style questions just about Aaron and his career. So what is a favorite song that Aaron has covered at a concert? So I was thinking about this. A Broadway cover, my favorite is Why God. I think he does sing mm-hmm. the, the crap out of that song. And non-Broadway cover, I really love his cover of All I, All I Ask by Adele and Girl Crush by um, the girl crush i can't remember the name of it <laughs> i love his all i ask too it's always it's one of my favorites always gets me emotional yes what is a role from aaron's past that you would have loved to see him in live um i would have loved to see him as fiero because my love for wicked also runs very deep we've talked about this and so i would have loved to see his fiero live um, also, I would have loved to have seen him in Catch Me If You Can, just mm-hmm. because he rocked that show. The, the more I learn about Catch Me If You Can, the more I wish I could have Right? Seen Absolutely. And it was such a short run. Like, there wasn't a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think about it how, like, oh, I would love to see him as Hanratty. I just, I don't know if his voice fits Hanratty, you know? Because mm-hmm. they never brought it back. I just don't know if his voice fits Hanratty. I just sit there and pray. Mm-hmm. But I would have loved to see him as great. Okay. And one more. Do you think that Aaron will return to the Rouge in 2023? 2023? I don't know. Okay. Maybe 2024. Mm-hmm. I think he would give it a little bit longer. 2024 probably, but I also think he would do it somewhere else. Like, I think he's going to go to the West End and do it. Uh-huh. I don't know if he would do it back on. Oh, that's he might. Why do you he think might. that? I just, he's, when he was doing the live with Jamie, they were talking about like his love for London and West End and stuff like that. 
And I could just see him being like, I want to go do this in London because I love London. And he's never actually been on the West End. Mm -hmm. You know, he's done off West End, but not West End. So I could totally see him doing it in the West End in 2024. Okay. But I don't know. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and talking with me and answering those questions. It was I really hope you find that playbill to find out for sure if he was. I'm going to look as soon as I, once I get back to my mom's house, I got to find it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Hannah. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we learn more about what drew you to Aaron. Okay. So my name's Hannah Little. Um, I am 29 years old. I currently live in Pensacola, Florida. That is where we are currently stationed with the military. Um, My husband is a naval dentist, and we have been married for almost, it'll be seven years next month. Wow, that's wild. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We have two dogs, Blue and Shadow, and I am a travel agent that specializes in Disney vacations. So that's a little about me. I know I I go to Disney World vicariously through your <laughs> posts every time I watch them. So it's good. But so switching to Aaron, if you think back, try to remember the first time that you saw him, heard him. What what do you remember? What was that like? What did you feel? Yeah. So it was a year ago. Okay. I'm a relatively new Aaron fan. I remember I was sick and I was on the couch scrolling TikTok and the TikTok popped up. (laughs) And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I hope you do, but it's the viral Roxanne TikTok. And I watched it probably five times and I got up and went to my husband and you can ask him. I walked in and I said, I just saw the sexiest video I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, that is what started it all. And I just like became obsessed and had to know like, everything about him like where did this guy come from what has he done um i wanted to know everything after the roxanne tiktok i just felt like i needed to know everything about him um so i started looking up like what has he been in has he done other broadway shows and over the next couple of months i watched i've watched pretty much everything he's ever been in there are a couple exceptions um but it was like, you know, I watched Grease Live when it came out. I remember watching it. I watched Les Mis and theaters when it came out. Mm-hmm. But now that I like knew who he was, it was a very different experience re-watching it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I know this guy. I remember this guy. He's insanely talented. Um, And I just have become like more and more obsessed with this man. And back in, so one of my biggest regrets from the last year was Obviously, I was such a late fan. By the time I knew about him, he was leaving Moulin Rouge. Mm. And so I joked with my husband, like, should we go to New York and see him in this last show of Moulin Rouge? And of course, he's like, no, no, because we live in Florida. (laughs) And he's like, that's insane. So literally, I regretted it so bad because I just became more and more obsessed. Right. So in November, our friends said, hey, do you want to go to New York? There is a show um, 
with Oscar Isaac and Rachel Brosnahan mm-hmm. and like, let's go see that. And we can go see some other shows. And I was like, I'm down. My only thing is we have to see Moulin Rouge. Like I know that Aaron's not in it anymore. I just really want to see it. So we planned the trip, bought the tickets for Moulin Rouge. We we're going in February. And then in December, we got the announcement that Aaron was coming back mm-hmm. <laughs> and I lost my absolute <laughs> mind. <laughs> so the whole trip became centered around Aaron and Moulin Rouge it was just it was so wild that like the trip that we planned just happened to be during his 12-week run we already had tickets um so yeah we went and I did run into him before the show (laughs) we went to Bird and Branch to create a uh just happened to run into him meet and greet (laughs) And it didn't happen. We waited there for like 45 minutes and we gave up and walked to the theater and literally ran into him across the street. Yep. And he was so kind. And I got a picture with him, which is framed on my desk in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the show was incredible. I basically just sobbed through the entire thing, just could not keep it together. He's he's more talented in real life like than anything I've heard or seen on YouTube, it just, it absolutely blew me away. And I think just to be there and to realize how special that opportunity was to see him in it when it was never supposed to happen was right. just very overwhelming in a good way. Yeah. Um. So we went back to the hotel that night and I told my husband, I'm like, I think we need to go see it again tomorrow. <laughs> so we had matinee tickets for Book of Mormon and it took convincing, but we ended up buying tickets and seeing it again. And I'm like, I'm just so, so glad that we did that. It was incredible. We didn't see him a second time, but I was okay with that because we got to meet him the previous day. And we're going to see him again very soon in Erie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot you're going to that. Yes. I'm yes. so excited. That'll be fun. It's like wild that Erie is almost here because like at the time that those tickets went on sale that was all we knew that he was doing next yeah so, like of course we bought tickets for it and then everything yeah, it's like happened. this is our this is our only opportunity to see him for like a year yep and yeah, yeah. i've gotten to see him twice since then. <laughs> that's so wild that's that timing's amazing that you already had i didn't know that i, I thought you bought tickets because he was back like that's amazing yeah. that you you already had them. Yes, <laughs> it was crazy. really crazy. <laughs> it was meant to be. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what is one of your like what's one of your favorite Aaron moments in the show? Oh my gosh. Or there not are one. So do, many. do three. Top three. Okay. Top three. Um, lifting the sign, of course. Mm-hmm. I started crying as soon as he walked out. Yeah. <laughs> um just all of Roxanne. Oh, there's so many. It's so hard to pick three. I know. Man. I mean, I love Come What May. Okay. Just all of it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to pick three. <laughs> it is. I know. The whole, all of it's incredible, but I'm with yeah. you on the sign raise. Like, that's. It's so cool. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Just like the energy shift from when he comes across the stage. Like, just as he becomes yes. more visible to everybody, like, it just. It's so cool. And I was watching all the lives from Instagram the day, the last day. Mm -hmm. So it was so cool to hear like, oh my gosh, the crowd is amazing. So cool. (laughs) It was, it was wild. (laughs) And you were there, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So cool. (laughs) So that was special. 
Have you seen his other, sh- like, as I know you said, you binged everything. So you watched Graceland and Brain Dead and all of those. Oh, yes. I've what seen you, it all. What do you think of? The only thing I haven't seen, I think, is Howl. I think I that's it. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. It costs money to rent it, so I haven't watched it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think, like, of my Aaron characters, it's Christian Onjaras and Mikey Warren are my, yes. are my top three. So. Yes. I loved Graceland. I was surprised by how much I loved it. Yeah. I guess just because I didn't have very high expectations. I had never heard of the show. Right. And I ended up loving it. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> it is. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And it's so, un- like, I say this all the time. It's so unfinished the way that oh, yes. it had to end. It was but such a bummer. But it's a great show. Christian is. is definitely my favorite Aaron character, mm-hmm. though, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) How can it not be? (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to ask you three or four questions and just try to answer rapid fire style. So since you're going to Erie, what is a song you hope to hear? Anything from Moulin Rouge. (laughs) But I would also love to hear him do some covers that he's previously done from other shows. Like, I love all the songs from his album that he has on Spotify. Um Mm -hmm. I would love to hear like run away with me or I could be in love with someone. One, one of those covers. That would be awesome. Those are all good ones. Um, so what is your, what is a favorite song that Aaron has performed on Broadway? Roxanne. Roxanne. Okay. <laughs> and if you could ask Aaron one question, if you saw him again, what would you ask him? I think I would just love to know, like, not necessarily which show he's done has been his favorite, like in, on Broadway, but maybe which character is just most special to him or means the most to him. And I know he's talked about like Christian and how important he is, but I don't know. I would just love to hear more about that from him. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good one. I agree with you. Just <laughs> I could like listen to him just in his interviews when he starts telling his stories. I could just listen to just. Yes. Yeah, like don't interrupt. Just don't interrupt with the next question. Just let him go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let him <keep> <laughs> just let him keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today and for your continued support of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing Christina and Hannah's stories, and I really hope that Christina is able to find that playbill from seeing Aaron in the Hairspray tour. I would love to see <laughs> just what that looks like from where he started to where he is now where Hannah's story started it's just so special and Hannah I cannot wait to meet you and hug you in Erie it's just been months of talking on social and I can't wait to meet you and so many others in person next week at Erie but in the meantime if you are looking for some more fun Aaron content you can follow me on Instagram at tivating underscore patiently or over on TikTok at Tivating Patiently. Hope to have you back here for two more Aaron stories next week in episode 43. I will love you until my death.